Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You hear that music, you know the show. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. And as always, it's a beautiful day in the valley. And I'm excited to be here. A lot of good things to talk about. A lot of good things to talk about. And, uh, and I've got something, some, something very, very, very special uh, for those of you out there who've been, you know, great supporters and listening to me over the years. I, I certainly appreciate the fact that you support the show and that you support the Voice America Network. Uh, shout out to Kwame Lasseter. Kwame, come on, man, you're giving me a heart attack. I, you know, got a message the other day that uh, for some reason or another, Kwame was not going to make into the studios, that he was in the hospital, I believe it was. I don't know if it was misinformation, uh, but certainly he was able to, uh, to do his show from uh, a live remote location today uh may have been laying in the bed doing his show but he did a great job and uh i'm certainly glad that uh that he was able to do the show uh as i said it's um it's a great day here in the valley um i'm gonna i would imagine that uh this time of year the weather's beautiful just about every place and and anywhere you would visit um but this particular show is somewhat near and dear to me because i'm i'm concerned and, and I'm looking at a number of things that I continue to see um, online, some of the latest reports um, as it relates to um, what was going to happen um, in terms of the collective bargaining agreement. Um, there are some details of a proposed uh, CBA. Um, I, I'm not sure that, that everybody really understands uh, what's at stake here? It, it's not just, it's not just, you know, that these are millionaires and billionaires that are fighting over our money. Uh, there are there are other impacts, an impact across not just cities of which have teams, but way beyond that. This this collective bargaining agreement, this this work stoppage, this this lockout affects livelihoods across the waters. There, there are people who actually um, rely on the National Football League as a way of which to provide for their families. It, certain parts of the media 
uh, certain manufacturers. Uh, you can believe that uh, all of the gear that we buy to support the NFL, um, not all of it is made here in this country. It's made in, in other parts of the world. And uh, I'm certainly that I'm certain that if there's uh, uh, the work stoppage continues and uh, the season does not go on as scheduled, that there's going to be a reduction in a lot of things and uh, mass production of materials that are related to the National Football League won't be in such high demand anymore. And that would um, that might affect some people, some layoffs. Uh, we already know that there are some teams that have cut back um, with some of their staff in terms of the amount of hours that they put in. So this, this is something that is very serious. And for me, uh, it's, it's getting very close to home. And I mean home in a different way than a lot of you might think. I mean home as in a sense of my home, born and raised in Canton, Ohio. And it is, it's really starting to affect me. It's starting to affect some decisions that I am making for not only myself personally, but, but for business as well. But but personally, I, I was really excited about, you know, making it back to Canton, Ohio, my hometown, um, to participate, to be a part of, to enjoy, um, to share in the experience of Pro Football Hall of Fame's greatest weekend. And right now, that could possibly be in jeopardy. And so while the world might be looking at the National Football League, there are a lot of eyes that are on Canton, Ohio, uh, because, you know, for many people, a true indication as to how things are progressing and moving along, um, you won't really tell that until it has a financial impact on the league. And, and the first opportunity for it to have a serious financial impact on the league is Pro Football Hall of Fame's Greatest Weekend. But more so than the league, it's the impact it could possibly have on, on an economy. And uh, for me, growing up in, in Canton, Ohio, uh, I understand that to many of you, you look forward to the Super Bowl. And I do, too. Because, of course, after a long football season, we finally get a chance to see, you know, who are the world champs of the National Football League. But for us that are born and raised there in Stark County in the city of Canton, Ohio, and um, the surrounding cities, and, and even the entire state. Uh, we look upon the Pro Football Hall of Fame weekend as our Super Bowl. And that being the case, it, it would be a devastation, certainly emotionally, to a lot of people um, if it was a conclusion that, wow, uh, the Hall of Fame weekend uh, will be sacrificed this year and it will not take place. We can't do that. That just can, that cannot happen. Um, there's actually something in the makings in terms of, uh, uh, I know one individual wants to make sure that that doesn't, uh, that doesn't happen. And I'm hoping to have the individual join me uh, pretty soon. But uh, until that individual has time, and I really don't want to put him on the spot, but I am going to do that. I'm going to do that uh, because that's what we do here at Voice America Sports. We, of course, want to give it to you from a player's perspective and want you to know the things that are important from somebody who actually played the game. And it's important for those who played the game to never sacrifice 
the emotion um, and the enjoyment and the lifetime memories that the fans of the game get to enjoy. And I'm telling you now, if I've never told you before, if you have never in your life experienced going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame's greatest weekend in Canton, Ohio, for the induction ceremonies and that entire festivity, if you are a true football fan, put it on your bucket list. It, you, can't, you can't leave here. <laughs> you can't go up to the beautiful sky. You can't do that until you've had a chance to participate in one of Pro Football Hall of Fame's greatest weekends. You can't do that. If you're a real football fan, you cannot leave this earth without participating in one of those great weekends. And so um, hopefully um, we're going to get a chance to talk to uh, the person um, who has um, for the last, oh gosh, I think it's been at least a, mm, a, almost the next term is about to come up for our good friend, Mayor Healy. I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, Jamie to his friends. Uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to join me. I, I believe they're actually behind some closed doors as well. So we got a couple, you know, closed door meetings going on that are very close to Voice America Sports. And we're trying to get the inside scoop, if you will, so that we can share with breaking news. And so hopefully soon, Mayor Healy, who is, I believe, uh, in a meeting with some other folks there from the Pro Football Hall of Fame, uh, perhaps maybe Steve Perry might be in that meeting. He's the executive director, uh, also fraternity brother of mine. I can do this. Uh, he is in that meeting, I believe. I'm not sure, but that, but the mayor, uh, folks from his staff have have told me that he is in a meeting and he's going to do his best to join me here uh, and hopefully give us an update. Of course, we know the owners, uh, and you know it's close. If it's not yet, we're, we're getting some indications that, you know, it's almost a done deal. Um, but, but certainly it's close. And you know that they're serious uh, about an agreement when you have representation from all 32 teams. That's one thing I know from my experience. And by the way, I have to say this. You can Google this if you like to. I, I was one of those guys that, again, I, I'm a team player. And I was on the side of the rest of my teammates. I, I was part of our union. I supported our union. And it was all in fun. I remember I threw my, threw my body in front of Redman's car. Uh, Redman, of course, was uh, the, um, our trainer uh, for the Cleveland Browns. The last work stoppage, and we went on strike then. Um, the last work stoppage was in 1987. And... Uh, it, it was a time of which it, it wasn't it wasn't a good time. It wasn't good. We wanted to play. Uh, we had to go out on strike. Uh, but certainly, um, when you talk about what was at stake, you know, we first the first strike I participated in was in 1982. The second was in '87. But in, in 1982, everybody talks about you know asking for a percentage of the revenues and sharing in the revenues. In 1982, that's where it all started at. We asked for our, our goal. You saw the signs? 55% of the gross. We wanted 55% of the gross revenues. And uh, at some point in time, you know, here in the past decade or so, I think that the players' revenues actually had exceeded the 55 number. 
Um, I'm going to find out exactly. I'll get you exactly what those numbers were. Uh, now it looks like uh, they're at the bargaining table and they're asking for about 50% of the gross revenues without that taking any billion dollars off of the top. You know, of course there are expenses, but expenses should be included. And there's enough within your share of the revenue to take care of your expenses. So this is, uh, this, this is something that's really, really interesting. Uh, it's amazing that, um, you know, you think you come to an agreement, you think you have an agreement. Uh, but, but in this particular case, oh, okay, okay. Okay, I believe that, um, I think we're going to have the mayor after the break. I just, you know, technology is just amazing. I believe we're going to have the mayor after the break. Um, and we will continue to have this conversation. But uh, as, as I continue to just go about and tell you what I was telling you prior to this thing coming up on my screen here in, in the studio, uh, you know, again, we asked for 55% of the gross revenues, players exceeded the 55% of the gross revenues, uh, then the owners did some, you know, some kind of different kind of things with the money, and they got a billion dollars off of the top, now we're back to, hey, don't take that billion dollars off the top, let's go back and let's get to uh, sharing all of the revenues. Let's not talk about uh, gross revenues. Let's not talk about net revenues. Let's talk about, you know, all the money, every single penny. Let's split it. And I think they're getting close to that. But again, if, if they're going to settle out of the course, it's already in the hands of the course. So the courts have to approve even an out-of-court settlement. I think I need Kim Harper to come on the show and kind of help us with that a little bit. Listen, I, I think I got to take a break. You hear the music. You listen to Ray the Sports on the Voice America Network. Don't go anywhere. Canton, Ohio, the Hall of Fame city. Mayor Healy will be joining me right after this break. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. Hard Hitting Radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You know the show, you're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And what matters to me is Canton, Ohio. Born and raised there, love it. Uh, as a matter of fact, for those of you who listen to my show, if you ever stick around listen to the very end, when I sign off on my show, I always say, I will see you next time, which will be the best time. And I'm going to say this because in, for the time that I grew up in Canton, Ohio, uh, you know, there was a lot of things going on in the country during the civil rights movement and all that kind of stuff. You know, 68, 69, Dr. King got killed, 68. Uh, but there was a Jewish fella who did the sports, and his name was Jaime Williams. And, and my goal when I was a kid is that if I wanted to make it, I thought an indicator that I possibly had a chance to make it is if I could ever get Jaime Williams to say my name <laughs> in his sports uh, reporting. And, and one day I, that happened, Jaime said my name, and, and I just couldn't believe it, but it was an ins inspiration to me uh, to go on and excel in athletics, and it worked. And, and I, I just got to thank Jaime, uh, but right now there's a person on the phone who I'm just wondering, he growing up in Canton, Ohio, like I did, uh, a bulldog uh, of Canton McKinley High School, you know, I just got to think, you know, Mary Healy, as you join me, wow, was growing up in Canton, Ohio, was it, was it ever a dream of yours to one day be the mayor of the city? <laughs> well, well, first of all, thank you for having me on your show. Um, I can tell you that Jaime said your name many, many times. So <laughs> <laughs> it was only the first time that got your attention. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh, I don't know uh, what, uh, I don't think that I ever had dreams of saying, I want to grow up and be mayor. Um, but uh, I, I was, uh, and grew up in a political family, and so I was always involved and uh, and and was exposed to the political world. So uh, this is, I guess, not a uh, not a stretch that I ended up as mayor today. Well, that's great. I'm going to tell you one thing that is a stretch because it's been quite a stretch since the last work stoppage in the National Football League, which was 1987. And and interesting enough, uh, let me just tie the string here, if you will. I graduated from Canton McKinley High School in 1977. Ten years later. I'm playing pro football for the Cleveland Browns an hour up the road, and there's a work stoppage. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I wanted my friends and family back home to see as many games as they possibly could, so I really didn't appreciate that, but I had to do what I had to do. What you have to do now is you, have, you must be concerned about this work stoppage and, and what it could possibly mean to Pro Football Hall of Fame's greatest weekend, uh, which is about to come up uh, in early August. Uh, can you tell me uh, any contact, any conversation that you've had with the National Football League? And what's the status in terms of you thinking that, okay, there's going to be a game? Well, I have not had any contact uh, with directly with the with the, um, the NFL. The, the Hall of Fame itself has um, been monitoring and tracking we have, as you know, it used to be a great weekend, then it became a little bit of a week, and then it's now a week and a half. And we have about a 10-day festival, which is one of the greatest festivals in America, without a doubt. And yes. people come from all over the country uh, to, 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 to be involved in these festivities. And we have, each day there's something different. We have uh, a hot air balloon festival, We have, uh, which is a great, big, 
basically tailgate party for, for an entire day or two. Uh, we have a, a parade and a ribs festival. We have um, a, dr- a drum and bugle competition. And as a matter of fact, the Camp Blue Coats mm-hmm. are, are, are ranked. They're the number one uh, drum and bugle corps in the nation. You want to see a show. These guys are unbelievable, and they perform every year at this event in a competition. Um, we have uh, the enshrinement itself. And if, if anybody's ever been to an enshrinement ceremony, it is an incredibly emotional, uh, exciting event. You get to see some of the greatest players in history in the highlights, and then you get to see them live and hear their comments and thoughts about their career. And it's, 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 it's a fabulous event to go to. There's a, there's a, a fashion show uh, for the ladies that's a, an upbeat, uh, you know, New York-type uh, fashion show. There's um, the game day roundtable where you get up close and personal with the inductees. Uh, you know, and, and the other thing is you're in town when you see all these Hall of Famers and NFL players and superstars and cheerleaders and other you know uh, national figures uh, that are in town that you see at the different uh, restaurants and bars and, and uh, the, all the different events. So it's a spectacular time to be in Canton, Ohio. Uh, now, the, the, the highlight of the entire week ends up with the enshrinement itself. There's an enshrinement dinner that's great, then the enshrinement at the stadium, and then it caps off typically with the, the football game, which is the first preseason football game every season and this year uh the the obviously the football game is in jeopardy of whether or not it's going to be played and so a really interesting thing is happening this year uh uh, ticket sales are way down uh we're probably 60 75 percent of normal in reference to what we normally get but i say that because every year virtually every event is sold out and if people wait they can't you know they local people can't get into these events uh, other folks that don't order soon enough can't get the tickets. And this is an interesting year because if you haven't made plans yet and you want to, uh, uh, if you have the ability to come to Canton, Ohio, uh, first week of August, you have access to some of the greatest events that you can never get tickets for. And so, uh, because the football team hasn't declared, they haven't declared which teams are coming or, or not that they're actually coming or not, um, a lot of people have delayed their decision and they're waiting to see what's happening. We've got 10 days of festival. Only that last day is the football game. Wow. So, um, and quite frankly, a lot of people leave before the game because they're, they're just, you know, they, they came for the party. So for your listeners out there that ever wanted to come to the Pro Football Hall of Fame or wanted to ever see what it's about or see an enshrinement ceremony, um, this is a great year to actually consider it because uh, there's tickets available and, um, and it's not going to be the, the mad rush that we've had in the past where, again, if you try to come last year, you try to come next year, you, you probably couldn't even get tickets. Well, Mayor, that's interesting that you say that because you, you actually bring something to my attention that, that I never considered. Now, uh, I'm thinking this is uh, it's prime time. <laughs> Deion Sanders, of course, exactly. is going to be uh, inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Um, that did, you this, ever, did you ever play against him? No, no, I, I did not. But I have a tremendous amount of respect for the man. If I, you know, had to pick, well, first of all, if I had to pick two corners that I ever played with, of course, I would pick Hanford Dixon and Frank Minifield without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I was blessed to play the with them. But, yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> and, I, and I think they deserve their spot in Canton, Ohio one day, and they may get that. But I, I, let me ask you this question. Now, I, maybe I should even ask myself this question. Uh, there is a, a cohesiveness between current and former players, and regardless if you're a Hall of Famer or not, do, do you really, and I, I guess you know better than I do, would the ceremony and all the festivities go on without the football game? Have those things been discussed that just because there is a work stoppage that will not prevent there from being a Pro Football Hall of Fame's greatest weekend? There is not, yeah, the, 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 everything is scheduled right now. 
the st- obviously the time slot is there for the game, whether the game happened or not. Everything else is scheduled. This is the induction ceremony for the Hall of Famers. This is about celebrating the career of the greatest athletes in the world. And that's happening whether or not there's going to be a preseason game at that date or not. Uh, the, 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 the luxury for Canton, Ohio, is the fact that we get to bring the NFL to our city uh, for an actual game. It's a preseason game, and you know that you know, for, for true uh, football fans, it's not, it's not, um, it's not always a, a real game. A lot of times they play the starters for the first quarter or first half, and you know, they're getting their, their rookies in, and they're trying to test out their team to see who they're going to make the team. And a lot of the players that are playing in preseason aren't going to be around during the regular season. So the game itself is really not the, the focal point of this whole week's festival. It's the enshrinement of these greatest players. Um, by the way, I was with uh, Frank Minifield about a week ago. He was here in my office. Oh, wow. Uh, we're working with him on, on or at least talking to him about the potential project. So I just thought I would share that with you. Oh, yeah. And I, I have to give, <laughs> give many a shot. I haven't talked to him. And it's been a little bit of time since I've talked to him. His son is doing a great job over there at University of Virginia with a, with a mentee of mine. They both should be at The Ohio State University. But we'll go beyond that. So, <laughs> so what I don't want to do is I, I, I don't want to start a debate with you, but I, I'm certainly going to carry this conversation on to my listeners next week because, I, you know, I would imagine that now there would be a challenge from some Hall of Famers particularly because of the fact that, you know, this, this work stoppage involves some issues to deal with former players and even Hall of Famers. There are some Hall of Famers uh, that have, uh, again, uh, um, addressed and have certainly shared their opinion with, with the commissioner uh, about health benefits and as well as, you know, pension compensation and things of that nature. And, and so they've asked for the support of the Hall of Famers. And well, Joe, Joe Jalamalier is, is kind of leading the charge on that. He's here every year. He's, he's at our, our kickoff uh, celebration. We, in fact, him and I actually walk a parade every year together. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, he's, he's still into fitness and what have you. But um, he's, he's always uh, uh, lobbying and pitching for the, the retirees and, 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 yes. and that type of thing because of – I mean, the average career, he'll give you all the stats. The average career is like three-point-something years. And, you know, if you, if you got eight or ten years in the, in the, in the NFL, I mean, that's, that's the exception. Oh, I mean, yeah, you're right. You know, so, you know, he was going through all that and talking about how, how you know, the, the physical um, demand of, of your body is that you put yourself through to, to play at that level. And, you know, so it's, it's really interesting. And, and, you know, one of the great things about being here in Canton, Ohio, is – we have Hall of Famers coming through and, 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 and current uh, uh, players coming through all the time. Um, you know, Anthony Munoz was here last summer when we had a, a program going on, and we have, uh, of course, during the Hall of Fame events, there will be anywhere from uh, 75 to maybe 150 Hall of Famers, the greatest football players ever to play. Uh, they came back every year, and you get to see the greats, you know, the greatest, the great Gale Sayers will come through and, I remember growing up, you know, sitting at, 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 at dinner tables with these folks with uh, Howard Cosell and, you know, John Madden and, and some of the announcers and uh, uh, Pete Rozelle and, you know, the, the, just the coaches and Art Shell and players, Mike Ditka, who you got to see him play as well as coach. And, uh, you know, so that's the, the, the joy and excitement about being in Canton, Ohio during this festival is you get to see uh, your idols from sports idols from you know from the time you were a child to recent day 
that are coming through. Yeah, and co- I got to say this, uh, you know, you mentioned Coach Dicka, but there's very few places where Coach Dicka and the rest of that fraternity of Hall of Famers that you ever find them at one place at the same time. You never find that many Hall of Famers uh, in one place at the same time other than Pro Football Hall of Fame's greatest weekend. Can Ohio. That's Can Ohio. Hey, I, wanna, I, wanna, I do want to ask a couple other things of you before you leave me, Mayor. I certainly want to ask you this. Uh, as it relates to those businesses of which uh, – uh, I'm sure you have an obligation to do everything you possibly can with them in working with the Chamber of Commerce. Um, are they concerned about uh, perhaps maybe this work stoppage and what effect it might have on their businesses? Well, absolutely. I mean, the, you know, obviously uh, we don't have uh, an NFL team here. So this is going to affect us during this one. This is our biggest festival. This is our identity. Yeah, I call, it our, I call it our Super Bowl. That's what it, I call it. it. Absolutely. I mean, we, we are the home of the Hall of Fame. That's who we are, and that's who we'll always be. And uh, you know, this is definitely having an impact um, because what happens is when the teams come, um, fans of those teams then come because especially if you, for example, if, if uh, uh, you know, if the Arizona team is going to be here, uh, if, there are, if there are fans for the Arizona team um, in this region uh, and they don't get to travel out to, to Phoenix or wherever the team's playing out there, you know, notice how much I know about your team out there. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it, they know that they're coming locally, so you can get people from Pittsburgh or Cleveland or Columbus or Indianapolis that will drive over here uh, on, on a, you know, a three-, four-, or six-hour drive so that they can spend a couple nights and visit and see their team play in person. So, you know, as they rotate the teams that come through here, uh, we'll get Pittsburgh fans or we'll get Atlanta fans or we'll get, you know, Dallas fans or whatever. And that's the excitement, exciting part about it is every year – I will dedicate um, uh, a mayor's proclamation uh, and declare the day uh, for the team, the fans, of the team that brings the most fans. So, uh, you know, if Phoenix or or if uh, uh, Los Angeles or if it's Washington Redskins, you know, whoever's group brings the largest amount of fans here, they're going to be recognized by the mayor and, and having the day dedicated to them. So. Wow, that's that, that's exciting. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned that, but this is something I think people need to realize. The team that plays in the Hall of Fame game, those two teams, I mean, everybody's excited about those two teams. And, in fact, I think it's the Chicago Bears and St. Louis Rams this year. But that has nothing to do with the crowd that is actually attracted to Pro Football Hall of Fame's greatest weekend because we're celebrating – pro football and we're celebrating those hall of famers but you get all sorts of fans coming to that particular weekend am i correct oh absolutely i mean i know i know one year we had uh, uh um some some great players from washington redskins and some great players from the pittsburgh steelers that were being inducted and both of those brought huge uh, fan support and uh, it was interesting watching the little rivalry there and like like uh, there'll be a lot of atlanta fans here because of Deion sanders mm-hmm. that's where he played most of his career and um I think that uh, we'll see a large amount of folks that follow to see his great day. Um, obviously, people come because of the folks that are being inducted. They come because of the teams that are playing, and they just come because it's a great time to take a vacation. Um, we have folks that literally come every year. Uh, they make this their trip, and they'll make it a weekend trip or they'll make it a week trip, and they come to Canton, Ohio every year, regardless of which teams or people are being inducted. And, uh, you know, last year was an all-time special because we had Emmett Smith – the all-time leading rusher in the NFL. And we also had um, the all-time leading receiver, Jerry Rice, uh, as well as others that, that were being inducted at the same time. Yes. But to have to, the all-time leading rusher and receiver being brought in the same year, that was just a crazy year. And, um, and, and, and it's funny because the, the festival and the, the events kind of take on the personality of the people being inducted. 
So if that gets you any idea of what uh, Deion Sanders is going to bring to Canton, Ohio, <laughs> <laughs> this is a good time to come yeah, to Canton. <laughs> oh, it, it's a great time. There's no doubt about it. It's prime time, and I'm sure he's looking forward to it. And uh, uh, I'm certainly looking forward to it because I certainly want to come back, and I want to enjoy the festivities, and I certainly uh, – Are you going to be here this year? Yeah, I, I am doing everything I possibly can on my schedule to get there this year. And, and I, I'm, I'm one of those people It's like, wow, okay – uh, the ticket price, they're not that bad. But the way the airlines work nowadays is, you know, you if you buy that ticket, you got to make that trip. But there's other people out there that are that are buying those tickets specifically to come, not only see the festivity, but also to see the game. And I, I want to say this to those young men that are out there. And I and I know you, you mean no disrespect for them, but there are some guys out there where that Hall of Fame game is the most important game in their life because they get a chance to get on that pro football field and maybe make a play or two, and a play or two could give them another week in a camp which could give them a spot on the roster so that that's a pretty important football game i want you to know that mr mayor <laughs> well it is it is for, for those for those young men on the field it's everything yes that's their career this that's is right. their opportunity and this their one shot to to, to make it and uh and, and and that's one of the, the exciting parts about preseason is you can see emerging stars i remember watching uh and you see a running back uh you know get five or six carries and he's got 120 yards and you know, holy mackerel this guy's gonna be a star you know and the next thing you know he's starting for your team when the season starts and you know, it's interesting to watch uh, the evolution of, of players, especially when they first get their opportunity to play against other teams on an on a actual field during live game situations. And I want to say one thing to you, and I want everybody who's listening from the city of Canton to know that I have, I have two very disappointing moments of my career. Well, I guess three. The drive and the fumble obviously <laughs> were very <laughs> disappointing. I had to bring those up. But you know what? My, my third most disappointing um you know, part of my career is that I never got a chance to play in the, in the Hall of Fame game. <laughs> I mean, to me, that would, oh, my goodness, that would have just meant the world to me if I'd have got a chance to play in that Hall of Fame game. So that that game is really special. I mean, it, it really is, uh, you know, it's a preseason game. I know it. There's a lot of guys out there that, particularly the veterans, they don't approach it the same way. But if I'd have had a chance to play there, uh, I would certainly have loved to have played there. So uh, I just want to thank you so much for sharing everything that's going on. If I could ask you one last thing in terms of, uh, you know, for you, what would be best, what would be best for the Chamber of Commerce? Is it that this thing would be settled uh, tomorrow so you can go on with business as usual? Or is, is there a drop-dead date where you guys are really going to start getting concerned because of the fact that uh, we at least know that the game will not be a part of the festival, which makes it somewhat incomplete? Uh, so is it best that, hey, this thing ends tomorrow for you guys, or you're okay for a couple weeks? Well, I, you know, we, we, we actually, uh, we've, we, there's been an absolute impact on us from the very beginning. Once, once there was talk that uh, there was going to be a potential strike and then a strike or, or a lockout or whatever, the, whatever definition you want to give it, the fact that the, the, the games and everything is on hold, um, that has a definite impact. And I have to tell you something, you know, we, we talk about football as a game. And obviously, if you're employed and you're a player, uh, that's a career, and, and that's yet your life. So it's more than a game to you. But for the fans, you know, this is entertainment, uh, this is passion, uh, this is excitement and joy. But for the communities that have uh, teams, whether they, you have a practice facility, uh, preseason games, full-time games, full-time stadiums, this is a huge, huge economic driver for these communities. And... This is costing virtually any city that has practice facilities and particularly t uh, cities that have uh, uh, teams uh, that play in their cities. Um, 
this is costing millions and millions and millions of dollars per location in reference to revenues, uh, economic uh, prosperity for your community. So, um, you know, it's not just impacting these players and the NFL itself. It's impacting cities all over America right now to the negative. And, and, and coming out of a very, very difficult recession, very challenging time, and many places are not out of this recession yet. We're still struggling. Uh, we need uh, these types of games and venues to help our, our, our economic situations in these towns. So uh, although we're on the front end of it with Canton having the Hall of Fame game, uh, cities all over America are going to be struggling and fighting to try to figure out how to compensate for these lost revenues. So uh, I hope that the players and, the, and the, the teams understand the economic impact they have for everybody involved, not just themselves in this back in this deal. Yeah, Mayor, and it's so interesting. You bring up, see, you're, you're touching on the business of football, the business of sports, which most of the time, you know, as you said, the average person looks at it uh, from an entertainment perspective, but it truly is uh, a way of living, a way of life for a lot of people, and it's going to affect a lot of people. Uh, some people negatively. I mean, I'm sure that they're going to, uh, there's been some cutbacks already uh, at some teams uh, with some of their, their staff, and I, I think it, um, it may continue for a little while longer, but I certainly hope that they make a decision real soon and that it doesn't happen, of course, uh, uh, again, not that it affects anything uh, in a negative way for the city of Canton, Ohio. I want to thank you for joining me. It's been great. Uh, it's been an honor, and I, and I thank you, and I wish you well uh, with, uh, uh, with the city and uh, your continuing uh, support. You, get, you can continue uh, to know that you have my support, and anything I can ever do for you, please do call on me. Well, I appreciate that so much and certainly appreciate being on the show. And I just will put this out there for you and your listeners. Uh, you come to Canton, Ohio. Uh, Ray, if you come to Canton, Ohio uh, for this Hall of Fame event, uh, we'll set aside time for any of your listeners that come to Canton, Ohio. We'll make sure that you and me personally will greet them and you can get to, uh, autographs or whatever you need. Uh, we will make sure that we will have a special venue for all your supporters and friends and, and listeners to come to Canton, Ohio and join us. Well, I appreciate it so much. And, and those folks on your staff there, uh, Fonda and uh, Terry, uh, did a great job of making sure that I was able to get you on the show. So I, <laughs> I'm in debt to those folks there. Not at all. Thank you so much. Thank have you so much. Day. All right, sure. Wow, that was an honor. That was a pleasure for me. For me, I, I don't know about many of you, but uh, very few times you you get a chance to to get the, the mayor of your hometown um, uh, on on a show and get a chance to, of course, uh, speak with him about something that is extremely important not only to to just him but to the city, to the economy. Uh, and this is all about the business of sports. So I'm I'm going to take a break. Uh, I missed a couple breaks there. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back. I just had my special guest on, my friend, Jamie, to those of us that know him as a friend, but Mayor Healy of Canton, Ohio, the Hall of Fame city, was with us a minute ago. We'll be right back after this break. flagship station for sports voice america sports 
So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise her, especially at 1-2. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Coast to Coast Mixstage.com. You hear that music? <laughs> you know the show. It's the Rail of Sports and the Voice American Network. I'm in Phoenix, uh, living like it matters. Uh, I want to thank my my dear friend and and my mayor of Canton, Ohio, uh, Mayor Healy, uh, Jamie, as we know him from Canton McKinley High School. Uh, the mayor has done an outstanding job there in the city, working with the Chamber of Commerce. As a matter of fact, the the Chamber of Commerce, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is actually the the entity that actually is responsible for um, uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame's greatest weekend. And, uh, and the mayor, of course, works uh, real close with them. Uh, it actually costs the city, if I'm not mistaken, it actually is, is something that's very costly to the city of Canton, Ohio, because uh, it's my understanding that services are donated um, to the Pro Football Hall of Fame and its weekend and therefore, you know, there's a lot of um, resources, human resources, uh, facilities uh, that are run by people, uh, policemen, firemen, you know, all types of um, employees of the city of Canton, Ohio, um, that work overtime and are compensated based upon their, their, their overtime status. Um, for them, that's probably a good weekend. They probably get a real good paycheck after that. That's, but that's going to set the city back a lot. So it's interesting that, that there's times where you think it may be a, a cash influx to the city. Uh, but it's, in this particular case, I don't think that the money actually goes to the city. I think the majority of it finds its way over to the Chamber of Commerce and perhaps maybe even the Pro Football uh, Hall of Fame. 
Um, so it, it's, it's something that's very interesting. Uh, that growing up there in the city of Canton, Ohio, uh, I can tell you this. There is probably nothing greater in terms of the influence other than my mom uh, that anything or anybody ever had on my life in terms of, um, you know, being an inspiration. Uh, but to go to that Pro Football Hall of Fame, uh, to stand outside the stadium because I didn't always have tickets. In fact, I don't know if I ever uh, had a ticket to go into a game. Um, but to, to look outside of that fence and to look in and, and then sometimes on occasion get a chance to meet a couple guys. But to go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, of which I've been to many times, as a matter of fact, my high school, Canton McKinley High School, that is our home football field that they play that Hall of Fame game on. To go into the hallways of the Pro Football Hall of Fame and then to sit down into the, in the theaters and to watch some of those highlight films, at my mind was set that I one day wanted to be the, the next Jack Tatum. No doubt about it. I watched some of football's greatest hits, and uh, Jack Tatum was a big part of a lot of those hits. And, and I wanted to be like Jack. And it was, it was the trips that I made to Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, many times on, on the eve of uh, getting ready to play against uh, uh, an old Paul Brown team, the Maslin Tigers over in uh, Maslin, Ohio. There was an arch rivalry. There still is. It's one of the oldest, if not the oldest, high school rivalry in football. And that's the Canton McKinley Bulldogs against the Maslin Tigers. And the night before we go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and uh, we would watch the greatest football players ever to play the game. And we'd see them take each other's heads off. And uh, many of those people that I watch do those things now are some of those that are suffering today. Uh, there are some of those people that, you know, this collective bargaining agreement uh, that is being negotiated is being negotiated because some of those people, uh, the entertainment that they provided for us, now they're paying the price. Uh, I hope that I'm not one of those people, uh, one of those days that I, my body's in that kind of condition, but I can tell you it hurts daily. <laughs> and, um, but it was watching those, those, those videos, those films, uh, watching those guys play a game that I inspired to one day play, and uh, it happened. And uh, but the greatest of the greatest that ever played that game is going to be inducted into Pro Football Hall of Fame um, to those hallways. And as as uh, Coach Madden would say, the bust will talk and have conversations with one another. And uh, somebody will say, Dion, where is your jerry curl on your bus? Because I doubt that Prime will have his jerry curl on his bus, but uh, he will have his. And it's interesting. Now, of course, the mayor is gone now, so I'm not going to have a debate with the mayor. But he brought something to my attention that I think I have to, I've got to, I've got to start a conversation, an extended conversation with my fellow alums. And if the challenge was put on 22-year-old men coming out of college, experiencing for the first time being drafted into the National Football League. And if we challenge them on their moment in history to forego that for the sake of those who came before you, do we now challenge those who are about to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame to sacrifice this moment to help those who are in need. 
the mayor gave me a conversation that I need to keep it going. That, that's a very interesting conversation. Will they ask prime time or will we ask prime time? Dion, we understand. We appreciate it. We know it. But prime, you can't go, man. You can't let this event, which is so special to you, take priority over something that's special to many. Now, I'm just throwing it out there like that because, you know, when I thought about the kids going to New York and getting a chance to shake Roger's hand, dreams coming true, get their names called, walk out on stage, is that asking too much? Man, I think that is. I wanted them to. I would have been proud of anybody who made that sacrifice. I'd be proud of anybody who makes this sacrifice, but it's a personal decision. I'm waiting to hear if somebody's going to make that personal decision. Now that, now that for me, that's a, that's a big one. Yeah, it was interesting to me to hear the mayor say that indeed, regardless if there is a game, there will be a Hall of Fame ceremony, induction ceremony. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking they're all the same. I'm thinking one doesn't happen without the other. I'm thinking there's no way. But I guess, you, hey, you don't have this. That don't mean you can't have that. I, I think that's something that you will hear more about that. I am going to make sure that we hear more about that because it's at least a conversation that needs to be had. Did you ever consider, have we... And all those players out there that are listening, I'm going to send a few texts because we need to talk about that. That's, that's, that's interesting. That's, that's really interesting that we would ask young men to make such a sacrifice. I mean, think about it. And, and people sometimes don't think about this, that we put people in a position to make such great sacrifices. That Are we willing to make those sacrifices ourselves? I don't know. You know, you know, many times you hear about people that have laid their life on the line for, for various causes. Would you be willing to do that? Would I be willing to do that? I don't know. I, I, there's a time and a place and you have to be there at that time and in that place to say what you will or what you will not do. I can say that I have been a part of two NFL strikes and I can say that I did not cross a picket line not once. I did not consider crossing a picket line not once I gave my complete sacrifice for my teammates unabated didn't think about it did it cost me my job I'll say this I got cut the next year and that's going to happen to some young men somebody's going to be sacrificed if they know it or not but I hope they know it and it may not be this year it may be next year and the reason why it may not be this year again because of the abbreviated season uh, in terms of you know the off season has been sacrificed and that's part of the season so you miss that which means there's a lot of education in terms of your team and your playbook things you have to learn that you've missed so some veterans may get the benefit that some rookies may be sacrificed uh, but in the off season next year you know there'll be some some things different that'll happen but that's going to be a very, very interesting conversation, uh, which I'm going to be uh, having with some folks here uh, pretty soon. So, um, wow, 
that that that's that <laughs> that that's really interesting there. But uh, one thing we did find out is that it is it is having an effect on the economy in the city of Canton, Ohio. Uh, there are some businesses that are looking forward to people coming into the city and, and some expectations that, uh, you know, people would be flying in from other places and, and ticket sales, you know, ticket sales are down. Uh, one thing about the ticket sales being down, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing because, you know, Akron is just a few miles up the road. Cleveland's a few miles up the road. Cincinnati, a few miles down the road. You know, West Virginia, Pittsburgh, a few miles. So what can happen is now, you know, that message can very easily get to those people uh, that are very nearby, and on the day of, some of those people, if they wanted to, could actually drive down and actually get tickets to go to the game. Um, but I, I still think the game would be sold out. I don't think that the game would not be sold out. But, but there's other activities that I believe the mayor is saying also that may be available. And I, uh, so I, I think perhaps maybe what you should do is uh, certainly go to the website. Uh, of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, as well as uh, go to the website of the city of Canton, and and you may find information uh, on those two sites of how you could perhaps maybe get access to tickets um, to participate in some of the festivities for Pro Football Hall of Fame's greatest weekend. It is, uh, without a doubt, before the mayor came on, I said that. I said that it should be on your bucket list. If you are a true pro football fan, you should never never even think about leaving this earth without going to and participating in one of Pro Football Hall of Fame's greatest weekends. It is a, it's the top of a bucket list. If you haven't made one, okay, put that at the very top because you will not be disappointed. There are many things in life that you can do and once you've experienced that, ah, I was okay. You know, I could have, you know, Took it a you know it could have I could have left it I didn't necessarily have to have it never Pro Football Hall of Fame's greatest weekend mm. again and I've told you before I'm born and raised Canton Ohio played pro football there got a chance I, every time I go I see some of the greatest guys that ever played the game and I played against them I have the utmost respect for them my ego psh, you know I don't have one when it, not when it comes to that and here's the thing about it. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, most of them, I might have had a better game against them than they had against me if I played against them. But, but that's okay. I have respect for them, and I honor and I respect them because they're the greatest that, that played the game. And I, I just hope and pray that this event that's scheduled to come up, that is complete, meaning the game, every inductee that's supposed to be there is there, that is a record number of Hall of Famers that come and show up to show support because we've been through something. We're going through something right now. We're fighting on behalf of each other. You know, there's a generation uh, 50 years before me and there's a generation of 50 years after me that right now their welfare is being negotiated by the current players. And we've got two voices at the table. We've got, well, let's say we got Two voices, but we don't have two votes. We being former players. But one thing we want to do is we want to protect the integrity of this game. We want to protect our relationship with the fans. We want to continue a relationship, a spirit of court with, with the owners. And we don't ever want anybody to think that we take it for granted. That the lifestyle that we lived, the lifestyle that we live, is all because of your love for the game and we don't want to compromise that game ever. 
We want to make sure that every time you tune in to a football game, whether you be in person or whether you watch on television, that when it's over with, you want more. You want the game to extend beyond 60 minutes. You want overtime. You want every game to go overtime because it's that good, because they perform that well. And I'm going to challenge every young man that will play in the National Football League this year to show how much he appreciates the game by playing the best football he's ever played in his life. Because there are people who have made sacrifices for you to have the type of job, to pay you the type of compensation that you get for playing a game that you love. Many people go to work every day and they hate their jobs. These young men have a job that they love. Owners, messages for you too. The hard-earned dollar in my pocket and everybody else's pocket should not be treated lightly, should be appreciated, should be coveted. Treat your fans as if it's the best place in the house, no better show in town. Spoil them when they come through those gates. Whatever they need, take care of them. Never again should we ever have a situation like we had at the Dallas Super Bowl this year. Never, ever, ever should fans show up and not have seats. So owners, players, let's get it together. Let's let these people know that have been supporting us all of our lives and lives before and after we leave this earth. Let them know that we love them as much as they love us. But we all love the game. That's the end of my show. I thank you so much. Mayor Healy, Jamie, the best mayor in the world. Certainly, Canton, Ohio appreciates the job that you're doing. Hey, those of you at the uh, Chamber of Commerce, let's get it together. Let's make it work. Again, we want to make it the greatest show on earth. Pro Football Hall of Fame's greatest weekend. I got to go. It's been a great show, great time. You listen to Rail Sports on the Voice of America Network, and I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Get my money right until the bloomer bites. Now the money coming slow, but at least a nigga knows slow motion better than. No, 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 no. You love to hear the story again and again about these young brothers from the city of where, like juice and gin in the city we bled amongst the hustle, titties and scam, fifties and realms. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.